up? Yo, what up, world? Is that is that a catchphrase? I've heard some people say that before. Or, hey, guys. Or can you say, like, uh, hi, YouTube? What's up, YouTube? Can I say all those things? Is that is that how these things are supposed to go? What's up, YouTube? Hate all my subscribers. Want to say hi to all my subscribers? Hope you're staying subs. healthy and safe. All my subs. My subs, yeah. Don't my forget to hit that sub scan. button. Well, it is actually, believe it or not, I guess we're still doing podcasts. The weird thing about podcasts is that, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, I'm sure AJ has, nobody really listens to podcasts anymore right now. Viewer, or sorry, listenership of podcasts are way down. Are, is that it's true down. for you, AJ? It's down. Like, if you drop, it's, it's, you drop an episode and it's like, boom, lots of listens, but then it's like, yeah, not, people aren't like going back through the catalog. Yeah, you know, no one's driving anywhere. I feel like driving is when you listen to podcasts. Okay, yeah, you know? and and honestly, people are not driving vehicles that much anymore at this point. Yeah, I not, not as much. I normally put, I normally fill up my thirty-three gallon tank about tw- two to three times a week. Uh, I think I've been to the gas station once in the last month. So I mean, yeah, if there's a positive here, I'm saving money on gas. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. you're right. I <laughs> yeah. I only listen to podcasts usually when I'm uh, working out. Not doing that right now. Or driving, not doing that right now. So I, I'm realizing people probably aren't really listening to the Iowa Music Podcast as much as usual. So that's why we're doing these live live talkie-talkies. We brought in Cale Henderson, who's looking like straight out of Sons of Anarchy right now. What's up? What's up, dude? Well, it's just I'll, I'll say hi to nobody then since nobody's going to watch or listen. Well, no. See, the live stream people will watch, but the listening they will not listen to. Oh, that it just sense? dies on the vine. Nobody comes back. Yes, you're going to watch it live. There's people watching it right now, and then it'll be gone forever. Well, that's, that's good to know. But, hey, so real quick, though, why do you look like you're in Sons of Anarchy? You look really tough. I look tough? Yeah, you oh, look. Oh, wow. Looks, uh, like, <laughs> looks like you can kick I, our uh, ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing in my suburban sunroom while my kids are watching PJ Masks, and I'm still in my pajamas. So if that's tough, then you need to work on you. That's not a me problem. Well, I just feel like you'd make fun of me for playing music, like being in marching band or something like that. Like you'd be like, whatever, nerd. Oh, we lost no, AJ. No, probably not. <laughs> no. But I would beat up the guy who would say that to you. So okay. that makes me tough. Well, that, that, that's appreciative. I think uh, I think AJ just decided he didn't want to uh, talk to us anymore. So we'll just. I can't blame him. <laughs> See you, AJ. Uh, Well, it is episode uh, 45, technically, of whatever this podcast thing is, and uh, I I think, I don't know if you tuned in, Kale, we did a little State of the Music address union with Steve Schreiber the other day. What'd you think about all that? I thought thought it was all pretty poignant. I mean, you know, these, the Zoom calls are always kind of tough to chew through anyway, but I thought, I thought your platform was really well, and I thought, I thought most of the points are pretty, I mean, most of the points are pretty thought out. Yeah, it was. It just got me thinking. It was. It was really nice. Hang on a second here. I'm going to add AJ back to this little thing. You guys can probably see that. Uh, it just got me thinking. Uh, it just got me thinking quite a bit about um, everybody else. You know, like we're all kind of quarantined on our little islands here, and you know, you, mm-hmm. you keep up with people on Facebook and stuff like that. But it was nice to be in a group with a bunch of other musicians that. Um, it just felt like we were all feeling the same thing. And, and it was interesting to hear people like, like Amy Stoner said, maybe I, I don't feel like I'm the best person right now. I'm like, I can agree with that. And, you know, everybody just had some great points and everybody's feeling it pretty difficult at this point. And I, I wanted to chat um, you being a venue owner. I, I know we've talked privately, but I'm, I'm falling into the major pessimistic thing right now. I, I do not see any, normalcy form of live music happening anytime soon and i'm talking even like on the smallest level i'm i don't even see how a bar how a bar is gonna have bands right now like okay kale let's take you back let's let's take a step back to tailgaters you're still running tailgaters we sort of come out of this may 15th and the the Mm -hmm. governor says you're good to go no more than 50 people in your bar you you can't just start booking bands knowing that only 50 people can come and pay the same amount of money, right? Well, and so I don't know if you read it, but it's all pretty ambiguous as far as like what the 50 includes. Does that include your staffers plus the band? Like none of those things have really been broached yet. So, I mean, you could be talking about a five-piece band and a sound guy and right. your staff. Then you're, th- you're talking 40 people. And I, I know I can't hit my numbers to try to, make sure the band gets their guarantee. My people even feel like fucking showing up for, I mean, don't get me wrong. We've had shows like that. Well, of course. They're not by design. They're not by design. 
Well, and I said that on the on the thing with Steve last night is I'm I was in that naive category of thinking, oh, it's going to be so great. They'll they'll even let you open up, even if it's fifty people. They'll let you open up, and it'll be great. And and our buddy <coughs> Justin over at Local Poor was like, well, no, not necessarily because we depend on these really big nights on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays where we're slammed and yeah. it's one in, one out. And and so if it's you can't like do that, how does that happen, right? You, hit home runs. you have to hit your home runs. You've got you can sustain and hopefully pay your bills at fifty percent. But I mean even then, like how do you manage it? How do you how do you ask your staff to I mean restaurants and bars are very different. So I mean if you say you and I were walking to Red Lobster right now, which cool. we would probably never do. Well, you never know. So say we're getting drunk at Applebee's and we walk in. That seems more every, appropriate. Very more appropriate. So we have to sit like every every third stool, I yep. would assume, to keep your six foot. And then you're probably using every other table. I mean, you're. St- I mean, on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, when you're when you're used to hitting your home runs and paying your bills. I don't see how 50 people and in some places 10 is, is doable. I mean, so, and this is another thing that I didn't quite understand. So there are counties that are allowed 50 people or 50% of their capacity rather, but still have to do social gatherings of more than 10. But so they're opening gyms in certain places, but you're not, but you're not allowed to have a barbecue at the house or get your hair done and stuff like that. Yeah, so the inconsistency is wild. That's probably where the Sons of Anarchy look from. <laughs> but um, so the inconsistency, and honestly, just everybody's just shooting from the hip here. So like, right. if I if I have fifty six people in cocktails on Friday night, and plus my staff, am I is Marion Police Department going to write me a ticket? I mean, I doubt it. But I maybe. would hope not. But I don't know. This has never happened before. We don't we don't know. And how much can change between now and May fifteenth when every day what the last like four days there's been more than five hundred new cases? How how do we know that this is gonna work out on May fifteenth? Well, how do you measure anything based on <laughs> you know, we had no testing until well we still don't. I mean you're testing a couple of thousand people a day, you know. Of course those numbers are gonna jump. Because we had basically none before. Well, I can give you a – just just since when did we do that? Sunday night? Just since Sunday night, I've had – the pork tornadoes have had four gigs go down in, in 24 to 48 hours. Um, and oh. these are these are big – these two of them in July. Uh, and we're talking big town festivals. Uh, one of them being exactly. Iowa's Ride. Iowa's Ride and Ragbri are done. Uh, one of them oh. being Waverly Heritage Days, which is one of the biggest town festivals. That's so much fun, yeah. Yeah, and so now all of a sudden, June June's not going to happen, right? Any hope we had to June is maybe not going to happen. July now is in jeopardy. This is this is getting this isn't like a a weird joke anymore. Like this is getting really bad for everybody that revolves relies on music right now. If the state fair. Oh. Makes if that domino falls, then I think it changes the entire game. Probably into fall. Then you're talking football. You're talking oh, Iowa God. football. You're talking high school football. You're talking uh, kids returning to school. I mean that. I think that particular if that particular event doesn't happen. I think it sets it starts a chain of events that's going to be bad for everybody. And I apologize if if everybody thinks that I'm like negative Nancy, but it, that's just kind of how my personality works. I, I I believe in being positive and 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 being like well, we're gonna get out, we're gonna get through this. But when you see directly how many people in this business are being affected, like you know the the bar band, the the just the well whatever we yeah. do this for fun. Yeah, you're not going to be affected by this. And when it comes back to normal, you'll get back and play. But when you're talking production companies and full time musicians. You might not be able to hire someone to run sound for you when this is over because people might not be doing it anymore. <laughs> you know, that's that's where my pessimistic brain comes in. And and I don't know how I don't know how out of bounds you are or off base you are. AJ, what do you think about that? Well, one thing, just just speaking on on what's going on, I watch I I watch stuff every single day um, when Kim Reynolds talks when. Uh, I try when Trump talks. I, I try to watch watch when counties are talking. Hey, no politics you know, here. 
you're right. You're right. But the, the big thing is, and it's, and Mike, you know, you want to stay positive and people ask about where are you getting your positive news from and all that stuff. And I, I really don't think it comes down to what, what kind of news you're getting. It's just that you're getting information from the source. Um, cause I have a big problem. I have a big problem with people not wanting to, um, you know, they only want to catch their news from certain places um, or memes <laughs> or memes. Do like yeah, memes. exactly. And, uh, but so I just think it's it's good to stay stay informed, but that's the problem is is like even if you, when you do stay as as informed and from the source, it's what you're saying earlier earlier, Kale is it's confusing, it's just confusing, um, and uh, as as to what we can and can't do, some counties have more leniency going down right now, and then it just makes you wonder like, well, what if entertainment can happen across the other County lines? So then that band can go play over in that right. County maybe. What you is know, like, you know, those, so that's, that's my tie into like, you know, music, entertainment, all that stuff, the leniency changes. So now you're just going to go across the County line and you can, you know, do your thing. Like what, like, let's just be like extreme about it. Farmland, you go across the County line. Hey, we're having a party right there. We're doing whatever we want. Yeah, but you're you're right on the Lynn County line, you know. So it's it's tough. I don't know. I um, I just I I want to see everything happen, and I think yeah. it's a really interesting thing that uh, I want I want to keep seeing all the support that's going to all those restaurants and everything, mm-hmm. um, and people are going to want to support it. You know what I mean? AJ, uh, you I said was, how? I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kel. No, no. I, I assume that because we were first. We're going to be last because we, because that was deemed the biggest threat in the beginning. It's still going to be look at that way at the end. And obviously, social gatherings is what we do. Mike, you and I, AJ, we throw big ass parties, invite as many people as possible, make sure everybody has a good time. And people are shoulder to shoulder, spitting, yelling, crying, you know, doing everything that they do. That's going to be looked at in a certain light. I it just if they're smart, it almost has to be, but. I would. I'm. I'm inclined to think that here at some point, if if we do loosen up on the 15th, I wouldn't be surprised to see us by January 1st, or maybe even. Or I'm sorry, January. June whoa, 1st. whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> but I, I'm thinking by June or mid June that we're gonna we're either gonna we're either gonna be back up or we're gonna know. Like there's going to be a hard date where like right. where summer saying, might okay, happen. July, July first we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Or August first we're doing this. Or Iowa football is doing this. Like sooner or later we we can't just you can't just have a press conference on a Monday and say hey 77 counties can open their restaurants on Friday when they've been closed what is now almost <laughs> six weeks. It's just I know we're not doing politics, but like that is just that's the that definition. Doesn't work. From that. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. so so the the biggest the biggest confusion I think we already live in a world in the uh, in the cover let's talk about the cover band world where the majority of musicians think that the venue not only has to do all the press, provide a stage, provide electricity, give free drinks, give free food, bring the crowd, but now they they are still going to expect full pay with less people in a bar and and that's where I'm that's where I'm struggling with it even if kale even if they go cocktails starting June 1st you can have indoor bands no more than 50 people you can't you're going to have to have that conversation goes I normally pay you this I can only pay you this and I don't I don't yeah. some people are not going to take that well cuz they think they're the entertainment and we are gods and no. you provide this for us cuz we provide this yeah. for you and that's not how it's going to work Well that's just I mean that's just a difference of opinion and I would imagine that most of the bands that I've had relationships over the years will understand what they've been through for the last, at that point, will probably be going on two months. I would, I would think that most people would have a pretty good understanding of where we are as, as a business, as an entity and as, as a live music scene to have a little more awareness than that. Right. And if they don't fuck them, they won't play for me. <laughs> Well, and also AJ yep. had a point earlier. He was saying there is a lot of support out there for restaurants and service industry and and breweries and like let's help and let's go. Out. What what can be done to make that happen for the music scene right now? You know, because like there's a lot of underlying hurt going on 
that that maybe isn't being addressed like it is for the service industry and the restaurants and bars right now? What can be done for that? Well, you know as well as I do that unless you're career musicians aren't always just the guys that made it to the top. It's not always Keith Richards, you know. Uh, there's a lot of career musicians around Cedar Rapids who I consider very good friends of mine who I believe probably don't pay uh, probably don't pay into unemployment. They probably don't pay everything that they need to in taxes. I mean, that's always been part of the fun of it. But I would I would like to see I know there was like a thousand dollar grant. Well, did you see that? that so was they available. there was it was available for anyone in the entire state of Iowa that has any involvement with arts and music and whatever, and it was a thousand bucks. Yeah, gig grant, and they they released they, it was open for a week and then it closed. They they gave out they only had two hundred and fifty eight people apply for it in the entire state. I could name you 250 people right now that could have qualified or at least potentially qualified for that. So that maybe they didn't need the money or just didn't know about it or what. I mean, you know, I feel like the I've talked with a lot of people. The live streams are going great. I think people mm-hmm. are getting if they're providing a quality uh, product, I think they are getting the donations coming in. I don't think it's replacing any sort of income that people would be making, but no. I mean, have you guys been tuning into live streams at all? I mean, have you been just bouncing around and yeah, checking things I've out? I've seen, honestly, I've, well, you tagged me in quite a few of them. So uh, yeah, I jump in on those, but I probably watched, I'll bet I haven't watched too many of them cover to cover, but I'll bet I've, I'll bet I've jumped into 10 or 15 of them. Well, more than that. We spent a lot of our Friday nights out here in the sunroom doing that exact same thing. So, It's been kind of weird, AJ. I know AJ watches a bunch, but for me, it's kind of weird. There's almost so many going on at the same time that I can't. If I'm going to a show, I have to go to the show and commit to the show, and maybe I can leave in an hour and go somewhere else. But now it's so easy to just go do 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 and just hit the circuit, circulate right through them. Yeah, exactly. It's funny you just pop into them. There's ones going on like random hours. Like I'll be up randomly at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> for whatever reason. And then I pop on and Casey Klein's doing an acoustic thing in his basement. I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'm going to jump in on that. You know what I mean? Like there are, there's a bunch of them going on that like, it's, it's really fun to be able to actually just pop in and, and, and you just, guys and just check it out. You guys don't know the power of this. Oh, sorry, Kayla. Hold on a second. You don't know the power of no, no. if I, even if I, if I'm not going to watch your stream, if I'm running out the door, I'm going to get, go in there smash the heart button a bunch of times comment what's up dude how's everything going and then and then maybe leave because i got something else to do but that act alone will drive 20 to 30 more people to be like oh what's this mike's watching this so it, mm-hmm. like if you really want to be on the support your fellow local musician train that's as easy as it goes to just get in there and and tag a bunch of people and say what's up oh yeah this is great you know but yeah. where can I bitch about paying five bucks? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> wait, <laughs> Kale, wait till wait till uh, these live the streams thing. go to actual pay. It's going to happen. Facebook, Jeff uh, Rogendorf shared me a thing today that said Facebook's going to be unveiling a closed room that you have to pay to get into for live streams. So wait yeah, now, wait for the that. bitching on that, buddy. Yeah, well, last time it was... Uh... Yeah, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but every time I get suckered into paying somewhere to go into a dark room, it never works out. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did check out a, a live stream a couple weeks ago of a band that I like. They don't draw flies. It sucks. I feel bad for them because they just don't. They care way more about being good than they do about promoting. And they had like three people in their watch party. And I was like, <laughs> like well, that's three more than they get at a normal show, even though they're great. But <laughs> It was well, just funny. That was the topic. Yeah. That was the topic in the state of the music thing was that your people are actually reaching more people live streaming than they are actually coming out to watch the show in the good well, old days. Boredom is a motherfucker. Boredom is a exactly. <laughs> Do you think that these live streams will stick around in any way, shape, or form if we can nope. maybe go back to normal? You don't think so? No. No way. Not at all. It's like people are forced to do it right now. They're forced no to do it. They're I don't know. Oh, as much scale. as people want to get no, out right texting. now. I there mean, yeah. yeah, sorry. Phone call <laughs> as much as people uh, are just desiring 
human interaction, nobody's going to settle for anything less when this all breaks loose. In my opinion, I mean. Oh, agreed. There's no substitute. I mean, I mean, shit. Saying that now, saying that you're talking to a guy who also has a category of old DVDs and Blu-rays of shows <laughs> of bands that I like to see. So I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm a music nerd, so I'm always going to consume music no matter what. I'm just assuming that the general population is probably not going to be on Facebook on Friday night at seven thirty. When and you know, that's very probably true. Going to want to try to do it in person. I, I just hope it – I think people have this idea in their head that it's just going to go back to just whoop. It's like, yeah, all this stuff's going to happen, and that's the bummer of it is it's going to be a – for our business, it's going to be a very slow burn to get back to any sort of – like I, I worry – you know, so what? So Freedom Festival's done. That's Balloon Glow, gone. There was a bunch of concerts going on for that, gone. What do we have now? Joe Some, Rogan. Joe Rogan, they just canceled. Me and Kale were going to go to that. Canceled. Uh, Iowa's Ride, Rag Ride now canceled. The town festivals are starting to cancel. Uh, I can't I can't see, I yet cannot see any sort of big gathering of over a couple hundred people happening yet in our in our state. And that's what that's what bums me out more than anything. Because there's a real yeah. possibility that our that our entire schedule for the rest of the year does not happen as a band. And that's that's fucked. That's completely and fucked that's, to think about. And, that, and that's it's very, very what? strong possibility. The whole year. The whole year. Like, really, let's say Halloween at the Doubletree is in major jeopardy, and that is six months from now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's there's a strong possibility that no way will we touch that with the 10-foot pole. No thank you. Well, and here's the other thing that you have to, we also have to account for, too, is if and when this does happen, what's the temperature of the room going to be like? Are people really going to, are people going to trust each other enough to go out? <clears throat> I mean, are you going to be able to stand next to somebody at a show and jump up and down and spill beer and stand in line for <laughs> beers and use the same bathrooms? I mean, and all your close talker buddies that when they get drunk, they're like, I love you, man, dude. So cool. Like you're not, <laughs> well, when, it's, when it's loud, you're ear to ear trying to yell at each other's ears. Like you're literally, spring so like i mean who's gonna be ready for that I, I don't know if i am like aj would you if if you could go to cocktails tomorrow night 50 people like are you are you are you doing it no I, i'm probably not honestly like like i just you don't feel comfortable quite yet because you've been it's been hammered into our brain so damn much <laughs> to just stay away from people and that's the thing like you said like some of those counties are going to be able to do that and there will be people that will go but but they shouldn't. They still shouldn't. That's the problem. Like, but, but they still people shouldn't. Don't. Yeah. But does it's it like, put? Go ahead. Yeah. Does it put I you just, in? I, a, I hope that they. I hope. I hope that people realize that. And, and because, yeah, like, if cocktails open up, and it's like, cool, we got a band coming in too. It's like, well, great. Like, I. I I hope there's a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I think Justin Marlin actually said that he's like, he's thinking that people, this might be a combo thing move, moving forward where there's yeah. this live version with limited amount of people, but there's also a live stream. You know, I, I, we, we, we have to start all of us, all of our businesses, anybody listening has to start preparing for some sort of different experience uh, lower money, less gigs. Uh, you have to start preparing for something. If you're that guy that's just going, any minute now, we're getting back. Just wait. Once May 15th, we're going to be rocking the bars. You know, it's like I don't well, think I don't think it's going to happen, my friend. Take into account where the economy is <laughs> and what people's money situation may or may not be. I mean, there's very few of us that are just stacking cash through this. You know. Yeah, like you so, have a, something that is actually business is better for you right now than it was six months ago. Yes. That's pretty rare. Yeah, I mean, unless, you're, unless you're selling masks <laughs> and hand sanitizer, you know, I really don't know how you how your life is better than it was six weeks ago. So, I mean, like, could Jamie and I go out right now and, you know, pick up you and Molly and go down to Cobble Hill and do all those things? Yeah, we probably could. But, you know, I probably wouldn't do it three times the first week like a lot of people will. I mean, a lot of people are just – just wait and be that dog off a leash, especially yeah. the younger people. I mean, we've seen that. So, I mean, obviously nobody knows what's going to happen, but I think we have a pretty good understanding of how people are feeling. I know how I feel. I want to go out and go to a show. So and get bad. Fucked up and have a great time. Totally. I want to see all my friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. Should I? <laughs> That's another question. Oh, AJ, what's like, what's the merchandising Wolf Den Wears business like? I mean, people probably aren't really putting in massive orders for like band shirts right now, are they? No, and I've had I've had some a couple people inquire. Um, I, I've had some people even inquire about me printing masks uh, for them. Um, oh, like I've, cloth masks I've, with logos on it and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I want a pork um, tornadoes. And mask. I don't think that's a. What's that? So I want a pork tornadoes mask. There you go. I'm just gonna put um, a sticker on a on a bra and give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Kale. <laughs> one of the cups. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like they. I also thought about doing something like that too for Wolf Den, but then you you realize like a lot of the masks you can buy, they aren't medical grade. They aren't doing really much, or like even even to the grade of like like benefiting you out in public. Really, they're like for fashion. It's a fashion thing, right? Um, and um, but I do think that I do think that that's a, a way like people people could still bands could still benefit from having merch available, but unfortunately they got to make that initial investment. So um, you want to talk about being able to support a band and everything, and if you can, I mean, I think number one, if they have music available, then they they need to then you can buy that music buy from it. them on Bandcamp. Don't just stream it. Buy streaming it. it, yeah, but I don't know what what like. Yeah, don't just stream it. Buy it, man. Like that's yeah. the number one way you can probably help bands right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, go buy their music. That is the number one way you can you can actually help a band that has it available because they've already made that investment. They consider it. I know when I was in a band, we considered that money like okay, we already that's gone. It's gone money, yep. but we can benefit off of that. You know, if you buy that music from them. Merch is a second thing. I mean, merch. sadly, if, if they've got merch sitting there, I hope people are promoting it. I hope that they're putting it up there. I hope they're getting an online store ready. You can do it directly on Facebook. You can sell directly on Instagram. Like, bands can do that. So um, Facebook has and, a store as well that you can set up yeah. through your page, your yep. Facebook page. Exactly. And so there's a lot of ways to do that. And I, you know, I think I'm, I know I'm not the only merch printer out there that would be more than happy to give some sort of deal or you know on on a on printing merch for, right. for a band um i've seen other printers posting up deals in like you know lower quantities of shirts um just to get stuff going you know dance is doing a thing uh we're doing a benefit shirt for them um that you can go buy um well, think- I'll, I'll plug that one because that's that's the important one. So, um, but yeah, I mean, well, think think about it, AJ. Too, you know, the the donations are great. The Venmos and the PayPal's for live streams, and some people just want to thanks for the sh- live stream. Here's some money, but some people want something maybe in return, and so it's yeah. super easy. Instead of giving twenty dollars for a, just a donation, buy a T-shirt or or yeah. or buy a buy a vinyl or buy buy something. That if, if yeah. you do want something in return for your donation, here, give it to me. I'll give you this, and everybody wins. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, people are like, – we're, we're doing it too. You, like, if we go out and we grab food curbside or something, we leave a big tip. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people do that right now. A lot of people are leaving a lot of additional money, like, for the, like, restaurants. And that's that's the idea of, like, you know, if you're – if you can do something like that for – I got a I got a T-shirt from them and I overpaid for that T-shirt. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, same kind of a mentality. You know who just put out of our, our friends Four Day Creep had been working on an album for a long time, and it just now became done and available in CD form like three weeks ago, and it's such a want want moment because like we all know we all know how much work and effort and time goes into putting out an album and the number one best payoff is that cd release party and like yeah we just slant, <laughs> we just sold all these and they they haven't been able to do it so i've been if i hear stories like you know i'm i'm hurt i'm hurting a little bit but i'm trying to get spread some money out and you know uh, and so if i hear that somebody released an album like i had amanda come and drop it off at my house because i'm like i take my money thanks for working hard sorry that this moment isn't working out very well for you guys but that should be such a good moment in every band's life oh my that's God. the only that's thing that matters is this big payoff oh. of like we did I've it done so many i've done so many cd release parties and they're just like they're like graduation parties and yes. birthdays and wedding receptions rolled into one and it's just 
what a fucking moment to have taken from you. <laughs> so yeah, so so if you if anybody here like I I mean the the Cedar Rapids music scene page right now is just open to anything. Share live streams, share your merch web store, share a CD that you just put out or a new link or a YouTube. Just put I don't even care. Put it all up there. Like don't. Actually, the no advertising came from shows, so we're not advertising shows right now. So, uh, just put up pull whatever up, you want. Pull it off the letterhead. Just put it, put it up. Go for it. I don't know. It's it's just shitty. And what did you hear? Uh, That's so shitty. Did you hear some of even the bigger the world? Like we talk about Domino's in Iowa being Ragbri and maybe the Iowa State Fair, but there's some big ones. The Oktoberfest in Germany, done. No, none in 2020. None. In Munich, wow. takes all the fun. Out, that takes all the fun out of being German, right? <laughs> That's all they got. Uh, and I heard the other day that the gathering of the Juggalos is not happening. If any okay, event was fun. going to happen, it was going to be the Juggalos, and they are not doing yeah. it. I'm, I've lost true. all faith in everyone. Have you ever <laughs> seen that? Have you ever seen that video? That is March of the Penguins with, with Morgan Freeman dubbed over a Juggalos video. <laughs> no, no. Post it okay, in the group, like, dude. <laughs> No, I don't want that kind of vitriol coming at me. There's a lot of juggalos, I'm sure, but mm. I will send it both to you privately in our group chat. And I, I'll just put that out there. I recommend that to anybody who's who's dumb enough to watch this. Watch that <laughs> because that's good. That's my wife and I say that's good fucking internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like we we don't gotta talk all day, but uh, so Kale, as a venue owner, I know I've seen I saw Otis and Derek in here as well, our local music venue owners. Like what? What can we do to let, – let's just talk about venues now, bars, the yeah. live music venues. What can we do to help keep these places afloat so that when this opens back up, we can we can see I – will, I will go out. I will pay $100 to see a band play when, I, when everything feels safe again. I oh. will. So, like, how do we keep everything afloat so that there are music venues when we come back? Well, I think – I think I think the venues are going to be there when we come back. Um, at, at at what degree? I have, I hate to speculate. The PPP pl- plan that the government put out has been a big help to a lot of small businesses um, and a lot of fields, including mine. That being said, when I think the best thing you can do is when it does happen and you do feel safe, come out, come out, have a great time, grab an Uber, pay, tip your Uber, come out, you know, pay your cover, get dinner beforehand. Drinks have dinner beforehand, inject a little money into the scene. And if you have it, no, if you don't, don't, don't feel like I'm just, it's all about, it's all about cash grabbing. I mean, the more support we show each other, the better this is all going to be. This is a rough time for a lot of businesses. I mean, obviously we were the first to go down, which is just weird. It almost felt like my, like food and beverage was just singled out because we were just like, bang, St. Patty's day. Nope. That's what it was, St. Patty's Day, wasn't it? That all was like getting weird right around that time. Mike and I were making plans, and we were like, "Man, we're starting to feel kind of sketchy." And then they they took they took it out of our hands anyway. Probably a good good call. And yeah, so we were out. We got we we didn't have a St. Patty's Day, obviously. And it's looking like we might not have a July Fourth. So you think about all the people that you would normally see between now and then who, in in just the hospitality business in general. My cousin Haley, the one who, uh, and her boyfriend Jason, the one that uh, hooked us up with those tickets for Rogan. You know, they manage the uh, their management at the Wells Fargo Arena <laughs> in Des Moines. They laid off all their hourly staff. I want to say day one. You know, as soon as they as soon as they heard they had to, they furloughed all their hourly staff. And just here recently, like ninety five percent of the uh, of the salaried staff has been furloughed as well. So, I mean, we're not just talking about bars and restaurants. We, like you said, we're talking about major, major events that employ hundreds of people. Yeah. You know, you go to, you go to, how many people do you think are going to work at the state fair? Oh, God. You know, uh, how many people go to the state fair? I mean, they're, don't they, don't well, they eclipse a million people over a week or something over, like that? Eclipse over a million people. That can't happen. And that, that's probably, that's a chance that's not going to happen. It can't. You look at, Mikey, look at Iowa football. Look at Kinnick Stadium. Oh, you God, 70,000 70, people. people. You're talking, I don't know how many hundreds of cops, hundreds of vendors, you know, training staff. Like, how many people rely on that for income? So, if this 
I got. I just have a feeling that we're just going to have to find a way to live with yep. this yep. While, while they're working on a vaccination, as opposed to there's a better chance you're going to go bankrupt and you're going to die. You know, Probably, so yeah. it's just it's the sad truth. Well, did um, you see? Did you see? Uh, maybe there's a combo way that musicians and bars can try to raise some money. Is uh, I've seen Jared Hogan's been doing it a little bit, and I've seen it in other states, other cities where a musician or a duo or a band that is safely spaced will go play at a live music venue live stream and they all are taking the donations and splitting it. And I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, I mean, you know, like fresh fighters did that there at the end of March, you know, like let's just kind of, let's join together here and do some live streams. Well, I mean, you, you and I talked about that. Like if we did a show, what I mean, if we wanted to do a show, what would it take? What would it consist of? If we wanted to do something big, if we wanted to do something with, say, Port Tornadoes, and it was, say, capped at 50 people or capped at 200 people, well, the people that are lucky enough to get in that room are going to have to be responsible, and they're going to have to pay that premium, in my opinion. If you're going to be one of those people that is lucky enough to experience this, and the band is paying for production, and the bar is paying for paying the band, then those things are going to become at a premium. Now, granted, the stream is, is going to be a lot cheaper, I would assume, but I, you could do that combo gig, um, which would you know, consist of a really good live show. Obviously, you'd probably see some of your friends in the crowd and be a little pissed. Maybe, you'd be a little bit <laughs> maybe you're out in the parking lot trying to get in, but I mean, that would also create a little more demand, a little more want, and you know, I, I really don't know what I the don't answer know. is. I, I'd be lying if I said I did. I do know that when it does happen we're going to be looking for support because we're going to need it yeah that's the the big thing is that if if it is possible to go see bands starting may 15th even if it's just solo act no more than 50 people like if you're comfortable we need you to go (laughs) you need to go and buy some beers and that's the only way right is just to slowly start throwing some money back i don't know how comfortable i would be putting a show inside right now i I don't know if I, if I was going to do a show right now, my focus probably would be more geared towards outdoors um, just because I'm ignorant and I don't know all the facts, but it <laughs> seems like you'd be less likely to get sick outside. But also, wrong. also there's more space for people to just keep showing up. There's more space and <laughs> outside shows rock. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, I'd be lying to you if I said I knew what to do. I know I'm really looking forward to going back to work. Oh, um, man. I'm really looking forward to getting back to what I love. So I'm, yeah, I, I said it on the, I said it on the music scene is that I, I, I've realized over the last couple of years that I do take playing music for granted. I mean, not, not in a total way. Not like, I'm just like, this sucks. I hate, I love playing music, but, but you expect it. Yeah. There, I expect it. And there's so much, a lot of times like during a show, I'm like, what's the next show, you know, where I'm not, I'm not in the moment of that show. And to think that our last show was Paramount theater on february 15th and that might have been that was definitely my favorite show at the paramount in five years and it may have been one of my all-time shows i've ever been a part of and to think that might have been the last one like 2020 i'm at least number one glad that it was a good show because what if it was one of those shitty shows that we've all played (laughs) that that was your last show and you're like come on man but that we're we're very well looking at the possibility that we maybe don't play a show for the rest of the year and that is frightening that's terrifying. Yeah, I I would imagine you will see your lower costly acts. You're going to see your one-piece, two-piece acoustics. You're going to have to. You're going to see your three-piece stripped down. Though you, you will see the bands that don't require the amount of setup and teardown and production that you guys do. You might see that happen. Um, oh, maybe the Port Tornadoes will want to do acoustic or something like that. Or maybe I get the Josh Meisner band of cocktails. But hi, Meow Stoon. Did but, he turn off the stream because he definitely stepped on the computer? <laughs> hey, turn off. There's uh, my cat. Well, I agree, dude. Like, maybe we do play a show, but all of a sudden there's no LED video wall and there's no we go, we're back to lights on a stick and like a Bose tower. You know, like those that's, old Bose towers. Those hey, old those Bose towers. Shows, they worked for and, a while and, there. I heard something really cool the other day. I don't know if you guys ever watch Hot Ones, um, that YouTube show with. Uh, Hot Wings and Hotter Answers. I think I, I think that was actually their tagline. Anyway, they had Burt Kreischer on there, and um, he was. They were obviously doing it um, from home, just skyping in like we're doing now, or what are we doing? 
we're zooming. 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 I'm still I mean, hoping someone will zoom hack house us. Party, and, zoom, face and show time. us their wang, but it hasn't happened yet. Oh, I haven't started drinking yet. <laughs> we're just but, hoping, man. But, but what <laughs> point that Bert Kreischer was trying to make is that arenas are probably out this year. For sure. So he's like, everybody's, everybody's going to fall down one tier. So he's like, guys that were playing rooms of fifty of 15,000 are now going to be playing clubs. And the guys that were playing clubs are going to go down to playing bars. And the guys that were playing bars are going to be looked to opening it up for the guys who were playing clubs who are now playing bars. Um, that was just, and he said the responsibility falls on those bigger acts to make sure that they still get out and play, even if it isn't with the amount of gravitas of that they're used to playing with, yep. just to make sure that people are out and to support their art, their scene, their business. And I thought, and you know, Bert Kreischer doesn't say a whole lot of shit that makes you think like, oh, that was pretty well thought out. But <laughs> that was the one. That was the one thing. Said, oh, right. Like, oh, he's not a complete idiot. But and there's a little truth to that. He was talking about him and Rogan and and their kind of little guild of comedians, Tom Segura. You know, going back and doing the Laugh Factory and doing right. the Comedy Store and doing rooms that hold four or five hundred as opposed to doing rooms that do twenty five, thirty thousand. And but like he said, in doing so, that is going to take those other those other comics and drop them a tier two, just the nature of I know. it. So, you know, the bands that were on the state fair tour might be playing cocktails outside this summer. And the bands that were supposed to play outside of cocktails this summer might be playing inside of cocktails this winter. Like everybody's just going to kind of have to go to where it sits. That, and potentially, nobody's doing that potentially pushes some people out of shows too. It absolutely does. If you're and just you get, getting no, started, yeah. you might not be able to get any gigs for the next year or two. If if these band, if you said if it's going to trickle down like that, it, you might somebody's going to get squeezed. Yeah, somebody has to, right? But if that happens, you know, it's going to make those guys who do step their game up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, comp- everybody's going to competition. Yeah, I mean, competition's usually good for everybody. Now it sucks when, it, you know, when you have to get really competitive when you haven't cashed the paycheck in two months or oh yeah. Um, you know, when you've just been sitting home practicing your shit, now there's not going to be where to play it. But I haven't been practicing. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. You never practice. No. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to be terrible, even worse than I was. Yeah, practice drinking and rapping. <laughs> Did you hear your shout out at the Colonel Stadium video? Where I'm like, this goes I out. Tagged like f- I got tagged like five <laughs> times. I was FaceTiming with you when it aired. <laughs> I go, there, this goes out to Kale Anderson, but he's probably not going to hear it because I'm sure he's in the bathroom. <laughs> I think I actually heard that one because I felt shitty because the girl that babysits for us was in the section behind us, and her and her parents were celebrating like their 25th anniversary or something like that. And they're like, hey, Kale, you're, like, you're really good friends with the band. you think at set break you could ask him to give us a shout-out? And I was like, they don't usually do shout outs and I'm not fucking kidding. You're Ten seconds later. Tell you later. <laughs> Kale, let's go out to Kale Anderson. And I think I said uh, Kurt Burgers too. I said Kurt Burgers is out there somewhere Burger. as well. Yep. Well, Age, what do you I mean, what's your what's your what's your state of the music union final thoughts on all this before we get going? What do you gotta say? Like how how do we stay positive, man? How do we help? I know. You just Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, you you stay you stay positive by by keep like you said continue to support within your means you know just do what you can within within your means to to continue to support the places that you like to go that you liked to go when you could yeah. you know um, continue to do that stuff I know that and and I know one of the big things uh, like we were looking forward to, we were looking forward to some markets for Wolf Denwares and uh, even some like retail uh, space options. And that's not an option anymore, but there are places that uh, I'm glad we didn't do something like that because uh, it's a really hard place right now. If I would have done that and pulled that trigger, but uh, I will say uh, the people that are out there that are living that right now, those are the people that support. Mm -hmm. Um, and you you can tip some extra, and uh, I don't know. That's that's about what you can do. Um, yeah, right now, right now, all you can really do is support your restaurants. Yeah, that's... Um, the ones the ones who, I mean, and honestly, some of my favorite restaurants aren't even doing curbside. Uh, Tornadoes, Emo, right? Hideaway, like Applebee's. We're really worried about the about their, about their staff. Yeah, and I, and I completely yeah. understand that. And and a lot of them couldn't stay afloat with that anyway. I mean, yeah, Emo's. You know, Emos does so much dining. The place is so big. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, a place like like Blind Pig, that's in the um, you know the guy that I work I work for owns that one as well, and that place is just crushing the takeout. 
and and the people that are picking it up or, or the people that are delivering it are making decent money doing it because people are doing exactly what AJ or, AJ is saying. Yeah, over they're seven. saying thank you with with a nice little extra zero at the bottom, you know, or they're – I mean, it's I, – I was there last week picking up food, and I ran into a guy I know, and we're talking from eight feet away, and he picked up 100 bucks worth of food and tipped him 30 bucks. You know, that goes to those people who, who cooked it, bagged it up, and, and you know – 30 bucks. Dude, it's that. It goes back to that age old conversation of how to make music, especially local music, how to make it a tangible, appear to be a tangible thing that is worth paying for. Like, you know, you go get takeout food and you're like, okay, well, I get the food and I'm going to eat it. And then I get my little margarita and I'm going to drink it and it's worth X amount of dollars. But like, why is going to a concert or seeing a band play or watching a band live stream, why is that not a tangible thing that is worth money to the well, majority of people? I think, I mean, I think just like everything else, people, people allocate their funds to things that they deem valuable. Right. And if you can show people value, you'll get them to part with the money. And that's why, for guys like us who love music, who, who just music just has a special place in their heart. I mean, I remember borrowing money to go to shows yeah. when I was young. Heck I, yeah, like, of course. It meant so much to me just being a scene kid and just, just going to shows and having a great time and just losing yourself for those couple hours. And that was when I didn't even have any fucking money. So, but now how do you get the, how do you get the guy who's been off work? Yeah. How do you get the, the lady who's been off work? who's been home with their kids for a month who, you know, might be a month late on the cell phone or I don't, I don't know what every situation is going to be. How do you get those people to part with the right. very valuable dollars when it comes to music? And I think that's, I don't think you can answer that question. I mean, you can try to show them value by offering them things that they like that could possibly take their mind off what they've been through and, and throw parties, you know, fuck Corona. Here we go. You know, <laughs> just, I don't know, but I mean, you just have, you have to make it as fun as you can. And like I said, more than anything, I think you have to show people value. Well, and you, you can explain to people not as not enough people do a good enough job saying, if you can donate to this live stream, thank you so much. If you can't, the next best thing that you can do is to like comment and share it because algorithms are crushing bands right now on Facebook and nobody's getting out to see as much of their fans as they possibly can. So like just if you're just a local musician right now, anytime you see somebody's live stream, share it, donate some money, comment, like, I, I don't know. That's the only way that we could actually help in some weird, host, tangible way. I hosted a watch party a couple weeks ago and mine had more people watching it than the admins did. Right. Separate. Like what? <laughs> so yeah, somebody with your I mean, power, Kale, to be able, I'm not telling you, you need to go out and share everybody's live stream, but I know. But if you have friends on Facebook and they like what you say, share something. Say, I really like yeah. this band. I really like this solo artist. Check them out. I don't know. I don't know shit, yeah. AJ. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know shit, dude. Uh, you know, I talked with uh, I talked with Sean, and I know he, he Sean Pryor said like uh, he was he bought some bands came out with uh, reissues of vinyl and things like that. And I know we're talking about local and everything like that, but there are like, you know, the bands that we, we, we love to listen to still struggle in the same way. Yep. You know, they can't do their tours. They can't do all that stuff. That's another thing. Buying, buying their, their merch and stuff like that. Well, um, like you said, those, those bands have staff, you know, yeah. it's a complete business. It's out. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, and, I mean, and- those are those are other things to do. Like if you have a band and you you love a band, you you have something that has touched you from a band, whether that be local or mid, high, whatever it is. Like you can buy something from them and yeah. support them, and that's that's mm-hmm. the big thing. You can go and, and support them, and you can buy something from them. Just the same exact way you go and support the restaurants right now. You can take that that uh, that same mindset. And, and get something from those bands. So, and just a like, positive you, you note to a mage, right? Just like yep. uh, many of the people yep. on that thing said, just just getting a message from a fan saying, I really yep. hope you're doing well and I cannot wait to see you when your next show is. Sometimes that yep. means the world. If you, if you really like yep. an artist, drop them the line. Maybe they read it and respond, maybe they don't, but 
I don't know. Hey, I bet they are. Nobody's doing shit right now. Yeah, right. If you want to get if you want to get your cover of uh, Luke Bryan noticed by Luke Bryan, now's the time to try to tweet him yeah. about it. Yes. I don't know Absolutely. where that came from. I don't have a Luke Bryan tribute band. Love Luke, Luke Bryan thing there, Mike. I'm going to start that Tiger King <laughs> tribute band when we get out of this. I called dibs on that. Nobody else gets that, Kale. I was the first one to say Tiger King tribute well, band. Well, I'm managing it because I get points. <laughs> and we're calling it. What are we calling it? Uh, I don't Master know. Travis Lock, Bales had Master some good Lock names. <laughs> well, it, I'll tell you what. As pessimistic as I get, which I can't help, talking to fellow musicians and talking to friends and doing these things and house parties and Zoom meetings has been the saving grace of my life. And like House parties are right. Oh, my God. I've been finding something creative to do. My dudes, I we are we – are, Mason had the idea of the century that you'll see in a week. I'll tell you guys when we get off the air that I have now full-blown creative mode into it, and I'm so excited about it. And finding anything creative to do, now is the time. It will give you pure joy finding something to do. So yeah, that's all, that's all I got. I just appreciate you guys hanging out with me, you know? Well, hey, it's good I to see you. I, think I, w- I did the first one. How, have you had any other repeat guests? Uh, there's been a few. I think Ian Draves came back on for another one. Sure. Uh Kurt Burgers was on once or twice, maybe. Kurt's just Kurt's gonna come without an invite. Yeah, <laughs> if Kurt <laughs> can figure out the, how to internet. The <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think we'll just kind of call her quits. I hope everybody's staying safe out there. I'm gonna kiss every one of you on the mouth when I see you in person someday. Not girls, guys. Face. Yeah, my wife's in the other room, so just guys. Is that okay, Molly? Okay, she, she didn't hear me. It's fine. <laughs> she said whack. Uh, I'll, I'll kiss all you guys on the mouth right, and then cough in your face. Thanks, Sorry, guys. Molly, I'm going to kiss everybody on the mouth when we get out of this, okay? She said, I hope you do. All right. I love you guys. We're out of here. See you.